Hi, I'm Terry Naturally. And I'm Dr. Lynn Wagner. And I have over 50 years of experience and knowledge in health and nutrition. And I'm a medical doctor with a passion for holistic health. We come together to offer you unique viewpoints and expertise as health advocates around topics that deal with today's health concerns. And always for your good health. So let's get into today's topic. Hey, good morning, Dr. Lynn. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good. You look great. Thank you. You've been traveling, doing anything good? Anything um, exciting? Not traveling. Kids are home from school for the summer. So oh, that's nice. Enjoy the kids. Doing a lot of fun beach type boating, that kind of stuff. Great. So Fantastic. definitely enjoying the yeah. family. So uh, anything about the COVID going on? Anything about COVID-19? What's happening? Uh, well, we're not seeing any of it. That's for sure. I know it's different in different parts of the country and the world, but in in locally, we're not seeing a whole lot of it coming through the hospitals and the clinics. We have not here. Anyway, it's family. Very, very, I mean, you know, we have almost 100 people in the office here and we've only had maybe about seven or eight cases. The whole pandemic? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Way so you below, did a good, yeah, way did below a good the job. averages. No, and I would even say, I mean, people are people are in full swing enjoying summer. Crowds, parties, concerts, get-togethers, and we're still not seeing a big surge, which I think is just excellent news. Yeah, last week I was in Florida. Uh, no masks, wide open, restaurants. Uh, some of the employees in the restaurants, some of the waitresses and waiters wear masks right. or do not. They have their choice. Um just depends on how they feel about the whole situation. Right. I think everybody has their own personal opinion. Definitely. And uh, they don't know what they don't know what to believe, so they're going on their own kind of their own gut feeling. Right. Yeah, and I think um, so. I, we're we're lucky to live where we are right now, where the cases are low and people are fairly healthy. I think there's a little concern with this new Delta strain coming out in other countries and other parts of the country. Um, so we'll definitely keep an eye on that. But I would say locally, we're doing great. Well, I think we're, we're in Green Bay, Wisconsin, so maybe it's the beer that's helping. I know. I think, <laughs> I think it probably is. No, I think um, I think that, you know, out of the whole pandemic, uh, I think the thing that's frustrated me the most with this pandemic is the lack of focus on health and wellness. Oh, tremendously. It's, it's been completely focused on politics, pharmaceuticals, vaccinations, all very drug, obviously drug, important drug, things. Drug. But no one has focused on the, the truth. There's an elephant in the room. Well, you know, I don't. I think some of these people that make these decisions um, are based it on pharmaceuticals, right? Drugs, and their whole mentality is drug, drug therapy. I mean, they don't ever think about eating something has an influence on your body, good or bad. So they don't even think about nutrition. They don't think about what. Vitamin supplement. Well, because you can't nutrients. make money off of it. <laughs> really? <laughs> right. <laughs> no. Yeah, true. Very true. But so, I, I mean, I think, um, you know, in, in this pandemic, we actually had research and data showing vitamin C, vitamin D are helpful. Obesity and having a chronic disease right. makes you more at risk. Like it, right. was, it was flashing data in our face and we still didn't talk about it. Right. We still didn't use it to make change. Right, because they were they were flat out on vaccines. I mean, that's the mentality of the pharmaceuticals, the drug, you know, and and the government wants to get back to somewhat of a normal situation. Right, right. So they're listening to the doctors to tell them what to do next. Right. And um, you know, the doctors are not going. They doctors don't know anything about healthy nutrition. Not a lot. You know, if you, I think you would agree that 
probably out of your med school, you got a couple hours of healthy nutrition. They say it's about six to eight hours. Yeah, isn't that amazing? And that's in, I mean, I had seven years of medical training. And you got about six hours, so about, a, six to about an hours. hour a year right. on health and nutrition. Right. So everything I learned and everything I learned about food and nutrition was largely from self-study. And then um, a good portion of it came from my integrative medicine fellowship that I did after I'd been practicing medicine for a long time. Yeah. You know, I didn't know a thing about it. And I didn't, you know, and I ate the standard American diet most of my life. When you look at the American diet, too, it's almost 80 to 90 percent carbohydrates and sugar. Right. And when people say carbohydrates, well, they don't realize that is sugar, too, because the only way to metabolize in the body is when it's converted to sugar. So we are uh, a grain, pasta, bread, crackers, cookies, dessert type of American diet. Right, right. And very little fats, very little good high quality proteins. And so we have a lot of obesity. And that's one of the major factors for COVID is to be overweight or to be obese. Right. And I actually have a good personal example of this. Um, I had a patient recently when I was working in an urgent care shift and um, the person had an infection on his foot and he literally couldn't actually look at his foot because his belly was so large that he couldn't get down to actually examine the foot to see what the problem was that was going on. Um, and obviously, because he had that large belly, he obviously had metabolic syndrome. He was a diabetic. Um, and so because of that, this tiny little cut on his foot became a nasty infection, Oh yeah, which could end up to an amputation. He might lose his toes. He might lose his foot. Um, and that's what we don't talk about. You know, when we see people, when you go to the grocery store or you walk out to a mall or something like that, and you see the way that America looks and the way our bodies look and the level of inflammation that most of us carry around day to day to day, we're not talking about that. The, you know, the people that are like that are just setting themselves up for disease, death, disability, and overall suffering. Like at the end of the day, what do we all want? We want right. to feel good. We want to have energy. We want to have joy or at least be content. Right. All of the diseases today that are currently being treated by drugs, 98% of them are really lifestyle choices. They are. Based on our environment, based on our, our choices. Every day we make a choice right. of what we're going to eat. And that could end up to be a good choice or a bad choice. So that means good health or bad health. Right, right. And I think people just get to the point where, you know, they've been doing it for so long. It's just part of their grace ingrained in them. And they, they think, well, I can't change now. I'm 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years old. I can't change now. Doesn't make a difference. Doesn't make a difference. I mean, you, you, can know, change. you listen to some of these top experts like you and and um, like Lauren Cordain and many of the others that are following the paleo diet, uh, the, uh, the um, ketogenic diet. And they all say, based on their research, and you can reverse any disease, prevent any disease, and restore people to a better uh, condition if they haven't gone so far where they have abused the body so badly right. that you have worn out a, a portion of the body. Maybe you wore through your, your hip or knee exactly. where you have bone on bone, but right. you're not going to regrow that. Or your pancreas that. where it's yeah. full of bone diabetic and you can't right. change it. And right. you can't change it. Right. So you can catch it and you can change it. And I don't care how old somebody is or what condition is, you can get better. I completely agree. And I think that's that I think was what COVID was hard on all of us. And I think a lot of us can say that it was a trying year. There was it was hard on all of us. Right. So emotionally hard. And I think for me, one of the things that was most emotionally hard about it was was just looking at this and saying, look, we have this gift. We have this opportunity to finally take something to educate the masses, to show people a better way to change our food system, uh, to change our healthcare system. And and we didn't do it. Yeah. So so. It's it, that's been a really frustrating thing because, you know, you look at this virus that circulates around our community, right? 
whether it was man-made or natural, either way, the ones who were susceptible were the ones who had weak bodies, period. Weak immune systems. Weak immune systems. And so, so that's it. And so, you know, we, it was just all propaganda about fighting it and pushing it away. And it's like, you know what? If you look at our world, we are littered with viruses and parasites and bacteria. All like we're time. not going to get rid of these things. All the time. They're, They're all there. around us. And those of us who get infections from these things are those who have a weak body. Right. And we know how to make our bodies stronger. And if they have an underlying health reason or cause, they already have a weak immune system. Right. So, well, personally, what do you do? What's your regiment? What's all? Oh, it's, it's, um, it's, I try to make it simple, but it's complicated. So I, <laughs> I always, I always try to follow the, the tenets of a healthy lifestyle, right? right? So I try to eat a, you know, 80% clean whole foods diet, which we've talked about before. Right. Um, I try to get, and this is where I struggle a lot, but I try to get at least seven to eight hours of sleep a night uninterrupted. Um, I exercise almost every single day and I do, um, balanced exercises. So I try to do cross training and try to work out all the different muscles and things like that. Um, I try to nurture my spirituality, which is probably the most important thing, but you know, that's the one that thing that is hardest to follow. Um, I try to balance my work and my play. So I try not to overwork because when I overwork, I kind of lose my steam and I'm not as productive and I'm not as good of a, of a doctor. Right. Um, I try to keep up good relationships. So these are all like the lifestyle pieces that I focus on. Um, and I try to make sure that I balance, um, that I have a purpose in my life so that what I'm doing every day has meaning and that I'm trying to give back to society. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's kind of like the core of what I do. And then, and then I take supplements every day, most days. I'm getting better at that. You'd be really <laughs> proud of me. I have, I actually have a pill box now. Um, I, I'm trying to think of the other things that I do that are kind of hacks for myself. Oh, I see, I, I utilize, I have a tribe of healers. So I go to, I have a Pilates instructor. In the past, I've been you know, a part, of, part of a yoga community. Um, I have a personal trainer who I do like weights with to help me with that. Um, I go to an energy healer probably like once every six weeks or so. Uh, if I feel like I need therapy, I go to a counselor. So I, I have like a tribe of healers who I utilize. I have a, a business mentor. So I have a you know mastermind group that I utilize right, for right. business. I see, you know, you're, I would say, part of my tribe of, of business people. So it's, it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of work. It is. It'd be so much easier just to kick back and go to happy hour overnight and drink five beers. Right. (laughs) That's why they do it. It'd be easier, like so much easier, but you know what? I'd be really depressed. And you know, you you can't feel good. No. And you can't do the things you want to do. No. You know, as people get older, you know, they'd like to go on a tour someplace. They'd like to travel, you know, they'd like to do things with their spouse. Right. Um, hey, we're retired. Now let's do something. Right. Well, I don't feel good. My hips bad. My legs are I bad. Know. My knees are bad. I don't feel good. You know, they're in a bad mood. Yeah, exactly. Why feel that way? I mean, yeah. I want to feel fantastic. I don't care how long I live, as long as I live you know, of quality of life, that I would enjoy everything. Right. And I, you know, John and I, my husband, you know, he like he just we're like, let's just make it so that as long as we can, we can actually like water ski at night because we live on the river. Yep. And we have a ski boat because we have kids and um he, you know, one of the things we say to each other is like, let's try to keep our bodies as healthy and balanced as possible so we can actually still water ski. Good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I, I agree with you. You know, I see people who are retired all the time. They come into my clinic as patients and either they have just horrible chronic pain or exhaustion or mental health disorders. Um, and sometimes it's to that point where it's hard to reverse that stuff. Right. Or if it's a, if it's a joint problem, you can't reverse it. Um, and it's affecting their ability to really enjoy life, be with their grandkids, get in and out of a camper, travel around the world in an RV or around the country in an RV, 
you know, they can't do these things that they waited their whole life and worked their whole life to get to. Right. So it's sad. So when I tell you all these things that I do, I think some people are like, oh my gosh, like even some people in my, in my friend group, I think, think I'm super regimented about some of these health things that I do. Um, but when you make it part of the daily fabric of your life and it's just baked in there, it's, it's super easy. I don't even think about it. Right. I don't even think about, you know, the smoothie I drink in the morning. I don't even think about filling my supplement, uh, thing once a week on Sundays. Yeah. You know, I don't think about it. I agree. I agree. Cause you're like, I feel so much better. Like I, this is such minor work to feel this way. It's so worth it. Those are your, your good choices. Right. Right. Yeah. And, it, and it shows, you know, I mean, you're, you're vibrant, you're healthy, you Try to be. got a great, great attitude and yeah, you got all the good things going for you. Yeah. And I think, I think one of the things I tell my, my audience and my patients is I, I always talk about the health stuff and I probably don't show like the negative stuff as much, but I'm not perfect. You know, we have, no I knows. have late nights. I have, and those are fun times. You know, I was up till one thirty in the morning a couple weekends ago. Did I feel great the next day? No, but did I bounce right back? I did. And I did karaoke and I danced and it was hundred percent worth it. So, yeah. so it's, you know, do I want to go to a Packer game sometime and eat cheese curds and have a couple of, you know, hinterland beers? Yes, of course I do. So it's all about balance. Like you can still do this stuff right? Um, and still feel really, really good. But some people do that every day. Exactly. They stay till one thirty, two o'clock in the morning every, every day. weekend, right? Yeah, every day. No, kid, no way. No yeah. way. So you, and you've shared, I know, I know a lot of your healthy practices. I know you're an early riser and you have a morning ritual. And I, what are some of the things you do? Well, uh, I really think diet is number one. Mm-hmm. It's the platform of all health and, and being, a, having a quality of life. So, you know, I avoid mostly carbohydrates and all sugar. Uh, and I do eat some carbohydrates, but they're, you know, they're light. They're not high in sugar carbohydrates. What are some of the carbohydrates you do eat? Um, mostly when the fruit line, I would eat berries okay. because they're very light right. in, in sugars. Um, I, I I was eating a very, very strict ketogenic diet. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's a very excellent diet for anyone that is very, very sick. If they have cancer, if they have MS, um, I've read so much on the ketogenic diet by, by many different authors, and they all say the same thing. If you're suffering from a very severe disease, mm-hmm. um, take the ketogenic diet because you're taking your, your, your carbohydrates down to almost zero. Right. Um, maybe 20 grams, and that's what I was doing. For how long did you do that? Oh, I did that for several years, okay. down to that low. Um, and then, I, you know, if people want to lose weight, absolutely it works. For sure. You don't even have to try. I agree. It isn't like, oh, I... You know, I have to make sure that I don't eat more calories or I have to cut this out or I have to cut that out. If you follow the foods that are recommended on the ketogenic diet, you can eat as much as you want of those foods. And you can't eat as much as you want because you're just not hungry anymore. Right, right. And you're losing weight like crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, I lost weight like crazy. And I got to the point where some of my very loved ones said, hey, we think you're getting too thin. Too much, right, right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I said, well, let me think about that. And I did think about that. And then I started adding back some carbohydrates. Oh. So now I'm back up to about 80 to 100 grams okay. of carbohydrates. So do you eat things like sweet potatoes, no. grains? No grains. Absolutely no grains. Potatoes at all? No potatoes. Okay. So your carbohydrates uh, are mostly coming from? Um, berries. Uh, occasionally I'll have half a banana. Okay. Um, a lot of broccoli, Brussels sprouts, green beans. Um, you know, all the, all the, all the, um, vegetables that grow above the ground, mm-hmm. below the ground, they're high in starch. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has made a big difference. I, within a few weeks, I've gained 12 pounds. 
Oh, really? Do you feel better too? Oh, yeah. You notice? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I okay. feel much better. Okay. Yeah, and I don't. I think I totally agree with you. I think I think there's a time and a place for the ketogenic diet, um, especially if people realize the clean ketogenic diet, yes. not like the dirty keto diet. Because right. I see a lot of people doing these just crazy things with fat, with unhealthy foods, processed foods. Oh, you can't do that. Manufactured, marketed. No, no. Like that's crap, right? Yep. So you, I know you did a very clean ketogenic diet, which I think is can be very, very powerful. Um, but for someone who's fairly healthy, who doesn't really have a significant health condition, I don't, you didn't have a significant health condition, but for someone who's just kind of like, oh, maybe I'll try keto. It's probably not necessary to take it that far. You don't have to take it that far, but I would recommend a few things uh, and some good books like Wheat Belly mm -hmm. by Dr. Sure. William Davis. For sure. Yep. Grain Brain by for Dr. Sure. David Pallmutter. hundred percent. Um, uh, the Paleo Diet by Dr. Uh, Lauren Crudane. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some good books to read, and there are some good websites like uh, ketogenicdietresource.com. Mm -hmm. If people are really sick, that's a place to go. Yeah. Uh, you can also go to the dietdoctor.com, mm -hmm. um, the paleo diet also.com. There are places to look for information and start assembling your own kind of program for yourself. But the big thing is reduce the carbohydrates. I 100% agree. And all and the, the sugar. refined and processed white flour, white sugar. All these are really, really bad, and that's why we have so many people overweight. Right. Uh, the ninety-one percent of the population is overweight. Right. And fifty percent, almost fifty percent, are obese. Right. Now, right. Even children, eighteen percent right. of the children are obese. Right. Think of how that affects their immune system and their ability to get sick. And and so the immune system, we can't see it, but you know, when I'm taking care of patients, I do more physical exams than when I do urgent care. I see. Um, the the skin discoloration on the neck that people get when they have metabolic syndrome and insulin resistance. I see men with breasts all the time, like full-blown breasts, right? And boobs. Um, I see, you know, children with fatty livers. We do a scan on them for some reason, and the and the radiologist says fatty liver disease, which you know used to be only something we saw in alcoholics, right? And now it's non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, which is highly linked to things like high fructose corn syrup and the American diet. Yeah, sugarholic. Yeah, and so you know, I I see these physical changes in people, um, and what people don't realize is that this isn't about vanity. This isn't about how we want to look like that best bikini model on Sports Illustrated. It's not that at all. No, everybody's not going to get there. No, it's 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 that that. External vision is a internal is, is a look at what's happening internally. So internally, that person is inflamed. Their hormones don't work. That's why men get man boobs. Or like if you're a woman and you have endometriosis or PCOS or infertility, possibly could be linked to that. Um, but it's an internal. It's a look at internally what's happening with them with their inflammation and their their lack of an immune system that can fight off bad things. Because let, all, all those fat cells are producing estrogen. Right. Right. So all these men are getting boobs because of the estrogen. Right. And then they're wondering why they can't have a sex life. Right. Um, you know, it's our diet. Right. It, it actually equals everything that we're doing. It, it, exactly. And so, like, when it comes to COVID, I know we started this by talking about COVID. But diet is part of the COVID. Diet is 100% I mean, if you don't have a good diet, you're going to suffer from suffer. some disease right. or COVID. Right. In our world, let's just face it. You know, I think about this. Our world is just becoming more and more toxic. You know, like the pollution, the plastics in our environment. You know, the, the stuff that's used for our farming, um, the hormone disruptors in our environment. And I would add infections on top of that. You know, we have these resistant bacteria in the hospitals that have been created because of the antibiotics we've overused. Right. So our world is becoming more toxic, period. And so if you want to feel good, 
in this world that is becoming more toxic. And I know that's depressing, but it is what it is. You have to have a healthy immune system and you cannot have a healthy immune system if you don't eat well. Right. I agree. Yeah. And they're trying to give us an artificial (laughs) one called a vaccine. Right. We have a vaccine in our body. Right. It's called the innate immune system. Exactly. All we have to do is keep it healthy. Exactly. Good food, maybe extra supplements, because there are supplements that have, they're required. If you look at medical textbooks, they're going to tell you that we need selenium and zinc and vitamin C and vitamin A for a healthy immune system. Right. Where do we get that? We don't get that from from cheese curds, beer, and all this other stuff, you know, fried stuff. Right. Now, I was in Florida and and one of my friends there said, oh, you guys are from Wisconsin? Oh, do do you fry your cheese curds? I I love fried cheese curds. I buy them all the time. They're from Wisconsin. Right. You know, maybe cheese is good and it is healthy for you. But not when you fry it. Right. At least not too often. <laughs> That's right. You like cheese curds. I do. Game. No, I hardly ever eat them. I was, when I was pregnant with my second kid, I was in the hospital full time at that point in time doing the ER and like a ton of night shifts. And I ate a big pile of cheese curds every time I did a night shift. And an Uncle Mike's donut. <laughs> but, but that's the thing. Like yeah. when you're younger, you can get away with that. Like it's like a, it's like a curve. So when you're younger, you can do more of that stuff and get away with it. We see that in our kids all the time. But as you get older, you have to just dial it in more and more and more. And I'm finding that with my own life. And that's why kids didn't, you know, kids didn't get COVID as much because even if they're eating the standard American diet and living an unhealthy lifestyle, they still have that resistance. They have that resistance. But, you know, as we got older, which is what we saw with all the statistics, right? the older you get, the less healthy of a lifestyle you eat, the more you're going to get thwacked by COVID. And when you change your diet, you go from a bad diet to a ketogenic diet or to a paleo diet or to a lot less carbohydrate anyway. The younger you are, the faster you're going to reverse sure. all those bad conditions. Right. Older, you it takes a longer time. It does. And you may not reverse all that. Correct. But it's still worth time. 100%. Oh, I would, I'm convinced that carbohydrates are killing America. I agree. And I mean, one thing too is, you know, I think we don't talk about um, the brain a lot, you know, the nervous system and mental clarity. Alzheimer's prevention, and I'm sure like in grain brain and wheat belly, I think they talk about that quite right. a bit. Yep, quite a bit. Um, but but literally these these American lifestyle habits disease the brain too, just like they disease the rest of your body. Right. And so ever, I think most of us have experienced brain fog or lack of mental clarity. Um, and that is definitely, a, there's a direct correlation between that and an unhealthy lifestyle as well. I would agree. So it, it's it's the whole picture. But we can make changes. We can. That's the biggest thing we can do is that, yes, maybe, you, maybe you'll get a vaccine or somebody will get a right. vaccine. But you can still change your life. You can still change, you know, vaccine is not going to save you. No. You know, temporarily, temporarily you might not get this, this virus. But there's going to be other viruses. There's right. going to be other forms of infection. There's exactly. going to be other things that will challenge the immune system. You know, like, like MS and like rheumatoid arthritis. Mm-hmm. They're all autoimmune diseases. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't stop everything with a vaccine. Still, a healthy body can help everybody. Right. And and I think that's what I wish that this pandemic would hit home. And maybe it still can. <laughs> if we keep doing stuff I like see this. more and more people are eating better. I do, too. And uh, they are trying to watch what they are eating. Right. And, um, you know, the supplement industry has started to explode. Because right. More people are looking to take extra zinc, extra selenium, extra vitamin C, melatonin. Excellent. All the things that have a pronounced effect on the immune system. Right. That's great. It is wonderful. Yeah. Well, that was a good one. Yeah. 
It was great to be with you again. You I love it. You too. Yeah. A little hiatus for summer and then we're back at it. Yeah. But we'll be back here again with another great topic very soon. Sounds good. Have great. a good day. Have a great day.